Shut up and sit down. Welcome to another episode of Business Bros. As always, we want to take a moment to remind you why you are here listening to us today. If you're investing your valuable time into our podcast, it's because you understand the truth behind Albert Einstein's words. Problems cannot be solved by the same level of thinking that created them. So if you want to find financial freedom, make more money, quit your current 9-to-5 job, or if you want to increase your bottom line, be a better investor, or be a better business owner, then you must follow the number one rule in business, which is... Be be of service service to to others. others. Right? you got to be of service to others, otherwise... It ain't going to work. Business bros would love to help you maximize your profits by helping you find ways to be of service to more people alongside our fellow entrepreneurs and the Money Coaching Club, a.k.a. E equals MC squared. So please visit our website, www.csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T.com. And as you listen today, remind yourself of these three questions regarding today's topic. Why did you get into business in the first place? What if you found a way to implement what we're talking about today? And how can I get to the next level? By scheduling your free coaching call. Of course. Speaking of coaching calls, we had a a coaching call today. We did. It was a a lot of fun. We actually did one with our uh, insurance agents. Right. We were talking about uh, the money-making activities. Right. right? And, uh, I mean, we didn't didn't get, you know, all the way through all the money-making activities, but... You know what? I mean, we had pretty good feedback. We had a lot of people who uh, who really benefited from the from basically going over some of these topics. You know, some of these things. We we mainly got through the magic number time, right? Right. So we we talked about why it was important to have a floor to to have a, a starting point, a, a a basis to start from. Right, right, right. And that's an important thing that most people don't even realize that they need, right? Because if they don't have a baseline, like this is where I need to start. Right. If they don't even have that, then they're they're basically shooting for these big numbers, but they don't have a, even a starting point. Right. And so that's a lot of what we got through today. We did get it. Like you said, a whole lot of feedback. We got people that were like, hey, this is exactly what we needed. Exactly. So it's really cool. You know, if, if you're interested in being part of the Money Coaching Club, you know, shoot us an email. My email address is Hernan at csfirst.com or you can shoot James an email. James at csfirst.com. And as of today... You can find us on Twitter at Business Bros Pod. You know, that only took like 40 plus episodes for us to remember to build a Twitter, right? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, it took a while. But it's cool. It's cool. Look Any- for look for some good tweets. They'll be coming. They'll be coming. They'll be on their way there. And by the way, I mean, we, we love uh, to join. We'd love for you to join in the conversation. It kind of helps us build, uh, you know, different show topics so we know exactly what, you know, what you want to hear. Otherwise, we're building stuff that we think you want to hear. So we'd rather... We'd rather talk about things that would help you and what you're interested in. So send us a tweet. Let us know what you're thinking about. Yeah. And, you know, uh, as we start getting through stuff like this, you know, I think we'll start doing some polls and stuff like that, trying to figure out exactly what people want to hear about and what they don't care about. Yeah. Yeah. Because let's be honest, sometimes we don't care about certain topics. This is true. So this is true. Hopefully we care about today's topic. 18 relentless lead follow ups courtesy of the Harris Certified Coaching Program. Courtesy of, yeah, Tim and Julie Harris. Tim and Julie Harris. So before we uh, really jump into it, just to remember, follow-up is one of the one of the main ways that businesses fail, right? 
Lack so, of follow-up is the main reason. Lack of follow-up. Thank you very much for that clarification. Right? I mean, being able to follow up, usually, usually when we sit down with a client, it's not it's not that they have lead generation issues. They're pretty good at generating leads. It's They usually have follow-up issues. Right. Right? They, they're not able to pick up the phone and follow up on a consistent basis. Remember, we usually need five to seven touches before something's even going to happen as far as setting an appointment goes. Right. So the follow-up is not just one phone call and a voicemail. It's much more than that. We're going to talk about 18 relentless lead follow-up. Relentless, right? Relentless. Relentless lead follow-up rules. That really is a key word because it gets really hard sometimes, you know? When you are in business and let's say, for example, in my industry, in the insurance industry and commercial insurance, you have to go back and forth between the underwriter and the client, the underwriter and the client, the underwriter and the client, back and forth, back and forth, trying to get more information. And it starts to wear on you. You start to feel a little bit like, man, you know, this underwriter keeps asking for so many things, you know, and and you keep going back to the uh, to the client and you can just imagine that they're they're as frustrated as you are. Yeah, or more. And sometimes, yes, but oftentimes they just want to get to what they need, right? So you might be developing that sense of, man, I'm bugging this person. But mm-hmm. in reality, they're like, man, I'm glad this person's contacting me and letting me know. This is exactly why I hired this professional. Two ways to look at it, right? Always perspective, right? All right. So if you were to memorize, internalize, and practice daily what we're going to talk about today and... Uh, the nice thing is if you do that, you'll almost instantly be making more money and you'll almost be doing that uh, more consistently on a regular basis. These lead follow-up rules are what sets you up with the appointment, right? The intention of following up is to set the appointment. So um, we talked about that in the previous podcast, right? When mm-hmm. we were talking about the um, money-making activities. Right. Right. And so follow-up is uh, the, the next step after follow-up is going to be setting the appointment. So this is what you're focused on here. Um, remember that you must follow up daily on all lead types, all lead types until they either, uh, well, specifically until they either uh, buy with you mm-hmm. or they buy somewhere else. Right. Correct. And if you're talking about real estate until they list with you or until they buy with somebody else. Right. And if you're talking about insurance until they buy that insurance policy with you or they buy with somebody else. Exactly. So, um, these, these 18 relentless lead follow-up rules, by the way, they're geared more towards the, um, the real estate agent. So since we have two different types of professionals on this podcast, we have a real estate professional and we have a, an insurance professional, a real estate coach and an insurance coach. We're going to go through this list and I'm going to do it as a real estate professional. And, uh, and then what you'll do is you'll kind of chime in how to work here with insurance agents. Right. And that's actually exactly what I was going to do right now. I wanted to chime in and say, Hey, you know, for you insurance agents that are listening, if you lose that lead in that first year, don't worry about it. You put them on your ex date list and you call them next year. That's right. They don't go away. They don't go away. Their policies renew every single year. Next year, you might be more competitive. You might have more information that you need. You might have more resources. You'll get that eventually. That's right. You keep following up, keep following up relentlessly. All so, right, continue. So you, you, by the way, you follow up until either as, as, a, as an agent, remember that we're trying to be listing agents, right? We're trying to become much more um, predictable in our business, and that requires that we become listing agents. So you're going to follow up until they either list with you or buy with you, or they list or buy with someone else. Now, either that happens 
or they're going to file a restraining order on you because you were following up so well and so consistently, <laughs> right? I mean, we say that kind of jokingly, but that's the idea, right? You have to be relentless in your lead follow-up. That means that the goal is to feel like you might be over-communicating with prospects because in reality, it's impossible to over-communicate with your prospects or even like existing clients for that matter. The number one complaint listed um, in, in most recently in the National Association of Realtors when they surveyed like hundreds of recently closed transactions was a uh, quote lack of communication and follow-up by my real estate agent lack Ooh. of communication right and that means during the transaction you were probably contacting them once a week you know here's mm-hmm. the inspection that came in here's the appraisal that came in and you know you're over here on the as the agent and you're probably thinking you know what i don't want to bug them i don't really have anything to say This is where, you know, our 12-week seller communication plan that we have with the Harris Certified Coaching Program, the 12-week seller communication plan allows you to continuously, you know, have something to talk about. It's listed out in detail so you know exactly what to talk to to your sellers about so that there is constant communication. You might feel like you're over communicating, but obviously they felt like you were under communicating. Totally. Yeah. And this does actually translate very well to insurance as well. One of the things that we've been talking about recently is getting our insurance agents away from strictly doing personal lines, right? So your home and your auto. Now, that's not to say that we shouldn't do these things. Absolutely. We're, the, we're here. We can help you. We, that's, that's basically our bread and butter, right? But what we want to be going after is our commercial business. And when you talk about that 12-week follow-up or the 12-week seller communication plan seller communication plan thank you very much Uh, it translates very well to a commercial lines policy where if you are reaching out 12 months 12 weeks ahead of time right you are gathering all of the information that you need about that client you are putting things in place to put them in a better position to get the best quality uh, insurance policy that they can at the best price with the most comprehensive coverages. Right. So, I mean, communication is key, right? Whether you're in the real estate industry or in the insurance industry, when we're following up, being relentless on that lead follow-up, which is rule number one, by the way, is imperative, right? Communication. Number two, be the one who follows up. So in real estate... I mean, many agents make that initial call or contact, but almost no one follows up, right? And and you can guess who makes the most money, right? So for example, when a home expires, right? Or, uh, every, you know, anytime it expires, everyone is on the call. All kinds of agents call uh, homeowners when their property expires. But you know what they don't do? Follow up. Well, they, first of all, most of them don't get the appointment that first day. The first day, the homeowner is probably getting 20, 30 different calls from real estate agents trying to get them to sell their house, right? Oh, and he's frustrated too because his his listing just expired. His listing just expired. He's annoyed with the number of phone calls. They're not people who are trying to buy their property. They're agents trying to sell them right away. Right? And they've already been disappointed. And they've already been disappointed. So they're going through something already. Mm-hmm. So either they don't answer their phone, they you know are a little upset when they when they answer it you know 99% of agents give up after that first call right they they lose the lead or they they convince themselves that the customer isn't motivated anymore when that may not be the case it may not be the case at all it's just that at that particular moment in time they're not ready to move forward right? not, they may not be ready to hear what you have to say right and, and but it doesn't mean that you stop at that point 
Think no. about that. Well, it's exactly what you said. You got five touches, right? On an average, it takes at least five touches. So that first initial call, that's just the first touch. That's just the first touch. And you know what? They're not even going to remember who they talked to that first day. True. You know, and, and, and very few of them are going to turn around and, and get on it and relist that same day. But most of them will get relisted in the next couple of days. So be the one that follows up. In the you next couple of days, In the really. next couple of days. Because, okay. you know, if, if they were in a situation where they have to sell mm-hmm. and their property expired, they still need to sell. Right. There's the, the position didn't change. You know, the scenario didn't change. For, for a few, maybe it did. But for most of them, if they're in the situation where they have to sell, now they're more motivated to sell. Now they've gone through that bad experience. Now they have a better understanding of the prices out there mm-hmm. and why price is important, how you how you price your home in the mm-hmm. market. Mm-hmm. So they're more inept to do things that they didn't really want to do with the with the first agent. But now it's a matter of the next person who follows up, who continues to be of service to them, can get that next listing. Very right? good, yeah. And, and, it's, and it doesn't matter if a property expires most of the time. What you want to be is the agent who has the listing mm-hmm. when it sells, right? So, <laughs> yes, so yes. you might have, you know, multiple agents that have gone through this process in the in the past. You know, we say at Harris Certified Coaching, right? We say that you're not allowed to to be an expired, but you're you're prompted to go after the expireds, right? Okay. So you can't have a property expire, but you're after you're going after these expired listings because you're in a in a position to help them. And the coaching is going to make sure that you don't become one of those expireds as well. Exactly. We you know having that communication plan, you know telling telling you know most most sellers don't want to hear your house is overpriced. We got to lower the price, right? That doesn't work with sellers. You gotta you gotta be able to say that, but say it in a way that is not so. Uh, poking at their ego so much. Like so, the old man always said, right? It's not what you say, it's how you say it's it. It's not what you say, it's how you say it. So, you know, you know what, Mr. Seller? Um, right now, we need. I think we need to consider um, putting the, the uh, taking a look at this property and repositioning it on the market so that it better reflects what buyers are looking for in today's market, right? Same thing. It's still a price reduction. It's just a different way of saying it. We're repositioning the home on the market. I'm not telling you that your your price that you wanted it sucks it's not going to work right? right i'm not attacking you personally i'm just because telling you because that that could very well be taken as a personal attack it like can. if you tell me that i'm like f you bro right my my house my house is a nicer bathroom it's got a bigger yard right yeah. they have some sort of ego attached to their, of pro- course to their they property there's some sentimental value but if we can reposition the home on the market so that it better reflects what buyers are looking for right that's not a strike to their ego right Make sense? Right, right. I mean, it could still be a little bit of a strike to their ego, but it's not a personal attack anymore. It's not a personal attack, right? right. So, all right. Number three, relentless lead really follow-up. Really quick, before we, follow, before we start on number three, be the one to follow up, okay? If you're out there and you're going to different businesses and you're trying to get their workers' comp or their uh, business insurance or whatever it is, okay, Make sure that you continue to follow up, especially if their renewal is coming soon. Okay. Yes. Uh, if you're not following up on those renewals, you got to be out there finding out what it is that's stopping them. Okay. Or holding them back. Continue to follow up, continue to ask questions and be of service. A lot of these businesses out there, they don't have safety manuals. They don't have training for their employees. They don't have human resources departments and all these other things that are going to put them in a better position to get a better policy, okay? And you going out there, doing your homework, doing the research, 
following up with them is going to put them in that position where they can get that good policy. Be the one to follow up, right? Be the one to follow up. All right. Number three. Number three, schedule your relentless lead follow up daily. No excuses, right? You must, by the end of each day, um, you must have communicated with all of your leads. By the way, email does not count. Right. Email does not count, especially well in real estate. It really does not count. It is so important that you no longer say you've quote unquote worked any day that you've skipped your lead follow up. And that means any day that you haven't picked up the phone, talk to your your um, talk or at least at very least left the voicemail. But the fact that you picked up the phone to call each and every one of your leads on a particular day. You must, you must schedule this. Most, most top producing agents have a time at the beginning of the day that they're going to make their phone calls to their leads. And the goal, the objective in that morning is to set the leads, set those, turn those leads into appointments and they go on the appointments later in the afternoon, right? That's your consistency every single day. Your job, when you wake up in the morning, you get your stuff ready, drop the kids off at school, whatever, you get to work, and you know the first thing that you're going to do on your list is you're going to go through your leads and you're going to follow up, right? And the objective is set the appointment. This is so easy to translate into any sales business, whether it's real estate or insurance or taxes or anything else. Your entire goal in business is to be profitable. How else are you going to be profitable if you're not reaching out, making appointments, and scheduling these times where you can talk to those clients and make the sale. Right, right. You need to be of service, and the only way you're going to do that is if you set the appointments to be of service, to follow up, to pre-qualify. All right, so number four, keep all your leads in one place using one system. For example, uh, we recommend some like either like a, a super simple three by five card system or use for real estate agents. We can use something like top producer, which most real estate agents have, but they don't use um, top producer itself has some excellent training systems that they don't take long to, uh, to utilize their services um, in insurance, right? There are a ton of different customer service, customer management systems, right? Can you talk a little bit about top producer i'm not sure what that is it's a customer it's a it's a it's a crm oh, okay so i mean there's a ton out there uh there's firepoint there's top producer some of the agencies have some that are are normally built in so it doesn't really matter what the system is mm -hmm. is that you have I mean, you can use a spreadsheet for for all that really matters yeah. right oh i love simple, my spreadsheet simple three by five card but it's keeping all your contacts in one list what about a whiteboard uh visualization visual accountability is a little bit different that's um that's for a b or c type leads right okay. this is where you're going to keep even leads that you drop off that are that you're going to be contacting later on all your leads in okay. one specific spot so for us in insurance this would be uh this could be something as simple as our x date card correct okay so where we have in our x date card we have our contact right the decision making contact okay not some employee that works at the store the actual owner who's going to make the decision on insurance their contact information phone number and email address what type of insurance do they have how much do they pay and when does that policy expire right there you go because you're going to want to go through these lists consistently right you're either going to drop them and drop them off into the uh, we'll talk to them once every three months once every other month type list mm -hmm. you're going to put them in the we need to contact them weekly list you're mm -hmm. going to put them in the we need to contact them daily list or these need to close this week 
Right. right? So, so you're going to have different types of leads, but make sure you keep all your leads in one place at one time. So you're not, you're not looking around for different things, right? Where did I put these leads or where did I put this spreadsheet? Where did I save these cards? One simple system. Perfect. Perfect. All right. Number five, enter all new leads into your dedicated system daily. Keep your system up to date. You know, the fact that you're keeping it up to date, that you're doing this on a regular basis, you'll be more likely to practice relentless lead follow-up if you are actually inputting your leads into the system. Otherwise, you're, where did I put that contact? I know I set them up somewhere, right? Did I record it on my phone? Did I leave it on a three by five card? Did I write it on a napkin? On a daily basis, get yourself in the habit of putting all your leads into your dedicated system, whatever it is that you're going to use. Data entry is unfortunately one of those things that we have to do, and it's part of your relentless lead follow-up system. Enter right. all your leads. So the just keep in mind, the data entry is busy work. Following up on those leads, that's your productive work. That's your productive work. Absolutely. And really quick, one other thing, you know, when you're talking about entering all of your new leads into your uh, system every day, okay, that means that you're generating new leads into your system every day. Right. Okay. So you got to be out there. And I mean, sure, we're talking about follow up today, but lead generation is just as important. And when you get those new leads, enter them so that you can follow up. Yep. And now we're going to talk about labeling. This is number six, labeling either A, B, or C quality leads. Ah, I like so, that. We touched on it just a little while ago. Little now while here we ago. are. All right. So in real estate, we either have an A type lead. This is someone who's going to buy or sell with you within the next 45 days or less. These are the people that uh, they, they need to be called daily. And for these, you need to concentrate on setting your next appointment, right? The next appointment is either going to get them to get uh, that much closer to closing to, uh, sorry, to getting that listing contract signed, to getting that sign on their yard, right? To getting them in contract so that they can, you know, negotiate and close. But A leads, we need to call daily every single day because they're about to do business, right? Yeah, I mean, and if you're not contacting them daily, they could probably do business with somebody else. Yeah, yeah. So so this is your A quality, right? Your prime grade, you know, you get an A in school, like this is the top. So these are the people that you always want to be in contact with. And it doesn't matter what industry you're in, whether it's real estate or insurance or whatever it is. If they're about to do business with you, you make sure that you're communicative with them and they know that you've that they that you have got their back. Right. They're in the buying window now. Right. Right. That's why that's why you need to call them daily right so you know for real estate you're talking 45 days or less okay adjust that as you will for whatever industry that you're in okay for insurance for what it's worth uh, i would say approximately 45 days is a similar window for us sweet all right and then we have b leads now these people are going to be buying within 45 to 90 days and they might have logical conditions that are stopping them um, these can be something like their pending relocation contracts with their employers or they have an apartment lease that's ending or they need some financing that needs approval or they got to get back from their honeymoon because they just got married, right? So these are conditions that make sense and each condition has some sort of time frame associated with these, right? So these B leads, you want to make sure you call them on a weekly basis to stay in touch with them and, you know, help them fix whatever condition um, is, you know, happening in their life. Obviously, mm -hmm. if they're on a honeymoon, you can't really help them, right? they'll just be back when they're when they're back but maybe you can help them help facilitate some of the financing terms ahead of time right mm -hmm. this will ensure that you are being of service right and that you will be the agent that they use when the time is right 
and the time is really close. There's still a B lead is still someone who's going to take action. It's just something is stopping them. You know, if we can get over this hump, they're going to become an A lead. Yeah. Right. I love it. I love it. This B lead. I mean, this goes back to the 12 week seller communication, seller communication plan. I'm going to get that right. One of these days, I'm going to (laughs) remember that. Well, that's Um, why I'm the Harris certified real estate coach and you're the insurance coach, the money making coach, right? But you know, again, these, these skills, they're very transferable. They're very easily to, or they're very easy to, to adjust to whatever industry that you're in. So these B leads for us in insurance, this is what we were talking about where you're helping your client develop those safety manuals, develop that uh, employee training to make sure that they have everything in place so that when they go shopping for that new policy, right, they're qualified, right? They're qualified to get the best rates possible because you have helped them. You have been of service to them to put them in the best position to get the best possible rates. And, and you know, that, that reciprocity, that feeling of reciprocity where you've helped me now, I got to help you. If you do this, that's why you will be the agent they call when it's time to buy. Every right? time. Every time. Guaranteed. Right. Then we got C leads. So C leads, um, you've spoken with them before, but they've, you know, maybe they've stopped re- responding or their their plans are way too far out in the future. Maybe they're, you know, they're thinking, you know, I'm thinking of buying maybe next year or next spring or something is flaky about them, right? It's like, uh, it's like they're working with someone else or they aren't really pursuing financing. So since C leads have a lot of questions and uncertainty around them, you, you got to call them daily until you upgrade them to either an A or a B lead, right? Wow. They're either going to fall off. You know, they're, they're either going to, you know, as far as when it comes to real estate, you're either going to put them in the B or A column that they get closer to actually being in the buying window, or you're going to cut them loose after determining that, you know what, these are just too, too uh, flaky, right? Mm-hmm. So once you talk to them about three times, and, and, you know, I'm sketchy to say this, it's not three calls. Right. Mm-hmm. This is once you've conversated with the decision making person three times, that pretty much should do the trick. Right. That's where you kind of are gauging, you know, yes, this is going to happen or no, this is going to happen. But so so it's not just a matter of a touch. Right. It's not just a matter of, hey, this is, you know, James with Pipeline Insurance. I uh, wanted to have a quick chat with you. Oh, you know what? I'm busy right now. I can't talk. Oh, OK. Hang up the phone. Right. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about you actually sit down and say, hey, Mr. or Mrs. Uh, insured. Right. This is what you're looking for. This is what you need. This is how I can help you and et cetera and so on. And if you have three of those sit down conversations and they can't make a decision, you just determine that they're too flaky. You got to let them go. You got to let them go as far as as your consistent follow up list goes. Right. But remember that you always leave the door open on your last call. So if they become unflaky, they'll call you instead of calling someone else, right? So we don't just cut them off and say, screw you, dude, later, right? We're going to say, you know, hey, you know, I know, I understand that, you know, all this is coming up or what, you know, this and this in your life is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if you, if you have questions, make sure, you know, you let me know. Here's my cell phone number. I'm going to follow up with you in about, you know, three or four months. That's exactly know, what I was going to Every other ask. month. And uh, we'll see how things are going at that point. So maybe a C lead, you might want to follow up with them every 30 to 60 days. Well, a C lead, you want to follow up with them daily. And if you drop them off your list, maybe we can call it the D list if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. And in that list is just you're following up with them. Yeah, about every 60 days or so. About every 60 days just to say, hey, how are things going? Have you changed your mind? Have you thought about what we talked about a couple months back? Has anything changed, et cetera, and so on? And then the most important question, 
by the way, who do you know that could use my help? Oh, buying or selling real estate. So you don't want to completely drop them off the list. You just don't have to call them on a daily basis. Right. Right. So if they're a C lead and they're flaky and you've talked to them at least three times and they're still flaky, drop them down to the D list and just contact them, you know, every 60 days or so every other month. Right. Keep in contact. All right. Number seven. I think we're going to get to number seven. That's going to be about it for today. But let's all right, do, let's make sure that we uh, list them all before we close out. For sure. All right, number seven, do leave messages when you follow up. If you don't, they'll never know you were trying to make contact with them. And they may conclude that you're just not interested in working with them, right? If, if, you, um, if you keep missing them, try a different time of day, maybe like a weekend or uh, maybe an evening until you do find them, right? Oh, man, you know what that means? That means you got to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it. And you got to do it at the highest level. Don't assume anything until you actually speak with them. So, you know, way too often, and this is your ego getting in the way, agents, whether insurance or real estate, right, they're going to make up stories in these situations just to convince themselves of why they don't need to call them back, right? Don't convince yourself of anything without knowing the facts. Don't mm-hmm. make up a story about, oh, maybe they don't like me. Maybe I've been bugging them too much. Maybe they block my number, right? Don't mm-hmm. make up mm-hmm. any stories until you know exactly what's going on. You don't know what's going on. They could have they could have been, you know, they could have had a family member pass away and they're in the East Coast or mm-hmm. they're on a houseboat and there's no cell reception. They're on vacation, right? You don't know exactly what's going on. I had an example of, of an agent that we were working with that... Um, they they were working with a, with a close friend that they were that you know they they were going to end up selling their house here soon and they wanted to wait till after the holidays and sell it in the spring mm-hmm. right and so the the agent was like okay cool you know just let me know when you're ready to go and he didn't really talk to them because of the holidays came through mm-hmm. right and spring came on and then in the in the spring he noticed that there was a sign in their yard and they had listed with another agent and after the the deal sold and they you know you talk to them he's like hey I, you know i thought you said you want to sell the house in the spring what happened he's like well i mean i saw that you you know you're you're a pretty busy agent i see your sign a lot and you know since you didn't follow up with me i just thought you were too busy ooh right ouch ouch, when ouch. it's not that you were too busy you didn't do your relentless lead follow ups you didn't go out and follow up with these people keep them on your weekly call list because they were a b lead right mm-hmm. at that point right they were 60 or 90 days out you didn't call them weekly or you know you didn't keep in contact and so they assumed you were too busy right they made up a story about you to make sure that they you know went somewhere else because they wanted to you know they wanted to be nice to you they don't want to put more work on your plate if you were already busy and this is supposed to be a slam dunk lead right this is a close friend this is a close friend right but that just goes to show you it doesn't matter whether it's a slam dunk lead or not you are the professional mm-hmm. you need to make sure you go out and continue your relentless lead follow-up or even the slam dunks slip through your fingers right how many times you've been watching basketball and you see a guy go up to make a slam dunk and he misses Ooh. right those, those are embarrassing Every time. Right. And that's that is that is a way that it's going to feel for you if a slam dunk listing is right there in your lap and you let it and you drop it. Right. Just because you don't follow up. Just because you don't follow up. So. All right. We went through seven here. Right. So we made sure that uh, number one, we had relentlessly uh, relentless lead follow up um, means uh, you want to over communicate. You might feel like you're under communicating, but you want to over communicate. Number two was 
be the one who follows up, right? 99% of agents are not going to follow up after that first call. You got to be the one that follows up. Number three was uh, schedule your relentless lead follow-up daily without excuses. Should be part of your daily agenda, your daily schedule. Keep your leads in one place, in one system. Doesn't matter what system you use. That's number four. Keep your leads in one place. Number five, enter all your leads into your dedicated system daily, religiously. You do this every single day. And then number six was kind of a big one. We were categorizing our leads into A, B, or C quality leads. We even dumped the D lead, right? So, and make sure to, when you dump the D lead, you still leave it open so that you're constantly communicating with them so that if they do become unflaky, you can hit them up. And then of course, seven was do leave a message, right? Don't assume a story. Don't make up a story about your clients. Always follow up. Always leave a message. Your client may not call you back, but they did hear your voicemail. There you go. And you did communicate with them nonetheless. Two final points. Number six, we talked about that D lead right? That's also your opportunity to generate referrals, especially if you've gained their trust and they like you well enough, right? Even if they haven't bought anything from you, you could still get a referral out of it. And when you're talking about uh, leaving messages, don't project your own fears onto, you know, what this lead is or is not. Don't project your fears. Don't make up a story in your head. Continue to follow up. That's right. So remember, I mean, you got into the business to make money and the money's going to come from the follow-up section, right? This is where you're going to set your appointments and you're going to move through the sales process. You cannot delegate away the follow-up. This is something that you have to do. This is this is not your assistant. This is not your CSR. This is you following up with your leads. There are plenty of other things that you can delegate to other people within the business that are maybe even the data entry, maybe even some of the transaction coordinator work. But as far as follow up, that is your go- your job. That's your number one job in business is to generate the lead and follow up. Right. That's what you're going to be doing. And if you do this, if you do this consistently you're going to attain those goals that you wanted to when you first got in the business, right? You're going to make more money, so maybe you can pay off the bills, get rid of your debt, go on that vacation you've been wanting to go on. Whatever it is that you got into the business in the first place, mm-hmm. right? You wanted to get in here because you wanted that freedom. You wanted to get into this business because you wanted that extra income so you can pay off debt and go on vacation. All that will happen if you do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it and you do it at the highest level, right? Well said. Well said. And how are you going to do that? You're going to schedule your free coaching call. You're going to get on our website, www.csfirst.com. That's S-I-A-S-F-I-R-S-T. Schedule your free coaching call with, uh, and so, so that one of our Harris certified coaching clients can come to you, give you a call and, you know, get you going, get you in your, in the right direction. Make sure if you, if you're the type of person who's been going through faster, uh, Feast or famine. Feast or famine. Got you. Talking too fast, right? Going through feast or famine, you have roller coaster income. You know, you've been experiencing exactly what most agents are experiencing, except the ones that go to coaching. They take their business to the next level, and consistent cash flow is the result of their dedicated work and their focused efforts through coaching. So, again, if you go to our website, csfirst.com, click on the free coaching tab and schedule your free coaching call. And uh, you can also join the conversation, by the way, on Facebook at CS First or on our new Twitter page at Business Bros Pod. That's right. And that's all Don't we forget. Go- emails. Oh, emails. Yeah. Hernan at CS First. James at CS First. And that's all we got for you guys today. Peace. Bye bye. And I'm out.